Alright, I got another quick review. This is a little little curveball, but it's dentistry, right? And it's this is really good stuff. So this is quick review number 110. This is actually on dental re- dental insurance, reimbursement rates, and maximum benefits and the history behind what's where are we today? The history behind that. So the question the quick review is the question behind it is what would the dental insurance maximum benefits amount be today? given inflation since the 1960s. And now think about this, this is only to counter inflation. We also have rising cost of dental technology. We also have rising cost of dental education to become a dentist, right? Even dental hygienist, even dental assistants. It's an education, education that costs money, right? This is all gonna add up to increasing the cost. But to be fair, we're going to put those to the side for now. And let's just talk about inflation because I think dental insurance's job is to counter inflation to help people get treatment they need. Am, am I missing something here? I don't know. This stuff pisses me off because it's about people. But clearly, I don't know. As history goes on, we see that it's not. In the 1960s, when modern dental insurance was becoming more widespread, the average maximum benefit was around $1,000. This figure was deemed sufficient for the dental care needs of that era, considering the cost of services and the economic conditions at that time. Over the decades, the cost of dental care has increased significantly, as we know, influenced by advancements in dental technology and expansion in the types of services offered and general inflation affecting the overall economy. Now, what I didn't mention in the article here is what about the tuition, the education costs behind becoming a dentist, dental hygienist, or dental assistant, right? Think about it. It all adds up. Despite these changes, dental insurance maximum benefits have not seen a commensurate increase leading to a growing discrepancy between the cost of care and insurance coverage. To understand the impact of inflation on the 1960s 1,000 maximum benefit, we can apply an average annual inflation rate. While the exact rate can vary year to year, an average rate of approximately 3.7% is a reasonable estimate for the period ranging from the 1960s until 2021. Now this is based on the reported inflation rate, right? Generally, inflation rates reported are lower than average. You're not going to report a higher inflation rate. No, cannot, the, the economy is going to go all, everyone's going to go crazy, right? No. So any reported rate is only going to be at or less than the actual inflation rate. Make sense? Okay. Using this rate, the $1,000 maximum benefits plan from insurance companies from the mid-1960s would be equivalent to about $7,649 in 2021 when adjusted for inflation. This calculation highlights the significant devaluation of the dollar over this period and underscores how the purchasing power of the original $1,000 has diminished. This discrepancy poses challenges for individuals relying on dental insurance, and many of us are. As the stagnant maximum benefits offer increasingly limited coverage relative to the actual cost of dental care, Procedures that might have been fully covered under the maximum benefit in the past may now only be partially covered, leaving patients to pay a larger portion of their dental bills out of pocket. In 2021, despite the clear impact of inflation, 
the average dental insurance maximum benefits remained in the range of $1,000 to $1,500 for many plans. This stark contrast between the inflation adjusted value in the 1960s benefits and the actual maximum benefits offered today highlights a significant gap in coverage. The failure of benefits of maximum benefits to keep pace with inflation not only affects the affordability of dental care, but also emphasizes the need for a reevaluation of dental of dental insurance structures to better meet the needs of consumers in the contemporary economic landscape from top to bottom. Remember, lower income classes, even middle income classes now rely on this dental insurance, the dental dental insurance coverage and and dental insurance in today's landscape is failing to do that. So why do we even have insurance if they're not going to cover accordingly? Look, I don't know. I, I, I get this heated because, you know, we take an oath as dentists to to take care of patients, right? To do right by patients always. And in general, for the most part, we do, right? We always do. I can't speak to, you know, that that one dentist here and there that's like an article written in the New York Times about, look, I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. I'm not saying in, for the most part, all healthcare providers are abiding by that oath and do right by the patient at all costs, always by the patient, right? And so I think this is really important and it's really important to understand the as the economy goes up and down and sideways and changes, so do different industries throughout the world, but also let's let's focus on the United States, right? And this is an ever-increasing problem, and I don't think this is talked about enough. So when the question of why is dentistry so expensive come up, I think the question really needs to be, why aren't dental insurance companies reevaluating and revising their measures in order to help patients get and afford the care they need. All right, that's that's all I have to say. We need to stop putting blaming blaming the dentists for this. We need to, to we need to open our eyes a little bit to the other factors at hand. All right, friends. Hope this uh, was a good educational one for you. Let me know what you think, and I'm wishing you a great rest of the week. It's only Tuesday. Let's do this. Let's get after it. Mm-hmm.